0: What's up,
1: dude? How are you?
0: <laughs> good. How are you?
1: I'm good. This is crazy. This is my first time doing this.
0: It's amazing, right?
1: Yeah, it's super nuts. Gary vee has been talking about it a ton lately.
0: I know it's so good. These guys are really on to something.
1: That's so rad. I like it. I'm ex- I'm excited to like to talk with you about it, like just see how this goes.
0: I know. I've been. Have you been doing a bunch of these? Uh, I've done a few. I'm trying to you know keep up with it. Um, yeah. Some days I'm like, ah, what am I doing? Who the fuck wants to listen to me? And then other days I'm like, oh, I should do so many more.
1: Yeah, yeah. are people listening? What's going on?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been, you know, the, I connect with people. Like, the cool thing about Anchor is, like, you can call into other people's shows, and it just sent, like, you record 60 seconds, and it, it gets sent to them, and if they accept it, it goes into their show. So, Sick. By calling into other people that I found that I like is how I've been slowly, like, building a little community in here. Dude, that is awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I mean, I think the platform they built is, like, the shit. I just hope it really catches fire.
1: That's super rad. Um, Can you hear me okay? Because I'm going to put you on my... Can you hear me okay or no? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that it's consistently, like, not me moving it forward and backward and all that shit.
0: Yeah, I hear you.
1: excellent excellent so what's going on man
0: not much i think uh i'm pretty sure i can just chop this whole beginning off so um if you're ready
1: yeah you can do it whatever you want man i'm i'm on your program
0: whatever you need all right here we go what up anchor nation chase here from webbing the surf today i have one an old friend one of the greatest human beings on earth Andrew Cannon, who is, was, is a professional skateboarder, um, but now is also the brand manager of one of the most famous skateboard companies in the world, Santa Cruz. Yeah. yeah Are you well, still a pro skateboarder? No. I mean, it, it, some
1: people would be like, once you're a pro, you're always a pro. But I don't, that's not, I don't believe that. Because right. I look at it like, when you're a pro football player, and that ends, you're not still a pro football player. You're like, you have another job. So...
0: You're a retired football player.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, though, in skating, there's like very few people that retire because it's obviously kind of a short-lived career for most. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just psyched I had my time and now I'm really excited to be kind of putting that same um, excitement and, you know, drive into another career path, which is, you know, I'm so fortunate that it's in skateboarding.
0: Yeah, dude. So I know Andrew from college. I went to Westchester University. Andrew skated for Fairman's, the skate shop there, which is a a legendary skate shop. I was fortunate enough to get a job just working the counter there uh, while he was on the team. And we've been friends since. So it's been so fun to follow your journey from afar. He moved out west, um, became a pro, and... In between becoming a pro and your current job, you somehow started, uh, you've got a gig. You're like the voice of professional skateboarding now, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I
1: just started, well, there's, I mean, there's a few of us in it, um, but like, it just kind of happened so crazily, and yeah, I just, I s- announce skateboarding contests now. Like, <laughs> like, oh, what do you do? I announce, I talk at skateboarding events.
0: Wait, so yeah. you were doing like, do tour, right? But now, do you do Street League?
1: Yeah, so I think. I do, I'll do do tour street league X games. Um, and, and I'll, my role will be different within all of them, which is really fun. So, um, with street That's league, so rad, dude. Yeah. At street league, I used to do, um, I was the, um, I get these wrong because I don't watch sports, but, uh, I was the play-by-play, right. And, <laughs> um, and then
0: versus the color commentator.
1: Yeah. Color is when you colors, when you're like, Oh, he just did a kickflip back nose blunt. Right.
0: And I'm not point, sure.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think play-by-play is basically the traffic cop. And so I did that for a while, but um, they they moved my role because they just weren't happy. They were kind of like, hey, you know.
0: they so like, dude, you talk job, way but... too much. You need to be the other guy.
1: <laughs> well, no, they they <laughs> moved me to sidelines. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's I'm so stoked on it because, um, you know, my big thing with play-by-play was, you know, I, I'm a skateboarder. And I didn't necessarily love how I felt in that role. And don't get me wrong. It's a job. I know Mm -hmm. shut up, Andrew, do your job. But I really like being able to utilize the, you know, 20 years of skateboard knowledge that I have and, you know, leverage the relationships I have with the dudes. Mm -hmm. And so for me doing sidelines is awesome because all the guys are, you know, down to talk with me and, um, most of them feel comfortable with me because I've known them since for years through all the skateboarding stuff. And, uh, you know, and they're just, it's just fun. I get to talk about, you know, how was that moment when you did this trick and you mm-hmm. know, what was going through your head, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's relatively standard, but at the same time, like, man, it's just such a magical like job to be able to be there and to be a part of it is like,
0: yeah, I man, you, all the time. you, you have two like dream jobs. You announce skateboarding and you work for an, a legendary skate brand and so, like, with this webbing the surf, basically, I, I talk a lot about marketing, and I basically, like, the, the mantra, the theme of the show is um, people who leverage technology to improve the quality of their lives. So, yeah. being a co-work owner, I meet tons of people who just work online and travel the world, which is so rad, right? Like, they're the happiest yeah. people. They're doing whatever, you know, they have their own businesses, and they go wherever they want. And so, I know that's not you, although you travel a lot while you work. Um, yeah. but I want to, I wanted to have you on to talk about your new project. Um, but before we get into that, tell me, tell us a little bit about, cause you are a marketer, right? Like what is a, a brand manager yeah. in the skateboarding industry? What does that mean?
1: So, um, so I work for Santa Cruz skateboards and our, the company that owns all of that stuff is called NHS. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Novak Hout Sherman. Um, basically it was all started by these three guys in, uh, 1973 And it is still privately owned, which is so cool. And so it's solely owned now by Richard Novak. Um, Jay Sherman passed away and Doug Hout, he, um, Novak bought Doug Hout out and Doug though is a surfboard shaper, has a place within the like, um, kind of the little complex that is NHS. And he has a place where he shapes surfboards in there and stuff. And he's in NHS all the time. Nice. so, you know, and it's awesome because it's privately owned by Richard Novak and Novak. Sits in the corner uh, of the coffee area and just talks with everybody and catches up and talks shit and is hilarious and tells stories and, um, you know, it is just like, it is so cool to be working for somebody like that. You know, because yeah. you're in this position where you're just like, yeah, man, I want that dude to make money. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to work. I want to work for him like I want to work for like Bob who's the president. I want to work for Jeff who's the vice president and my boss. Like uh-huh. cuz we have a culture of skateboarders, you know. It's so rad. Like my boss was a straight up professional skateboarder in the 1980s and is legitimately like people who are, you know, maybe 5 to 5 to 10 years older than me, like he's their favorite skater, you know. Like Well, that's sort Jeff of Kendall is my
0: favorite. <laughs> that's sort of like what I've been interesting you know i've been interested to catch up with you about because i feel like you know you and i grew up in board sports you went on to be a pro but i feel like there's like and i don't want to be stereotypical but like i feel like there aren't many people who are like diehard skateboarders or snowboarders or surfers who like go get college degrees and then get like nerdy jobs (laughs) um but that's sort of what you've done right yeah i mean mean,
1: uh you know what it depends on who you talk to there's plenty of people in my shoes that are Really cool man, um, but you know, but in the end, like I don't deny who I am and what I am, and um I mean dude, I'm just a, a nerdy kid from Pennsylvania who got really lucky and stoked, and I'm just stoked to be doing what I'm doing. I mean, dude, I get to work, I left my, so yeah,
0: tell us a little bit more about what like what is your average day are you are you more like picking so, team members or like doing marketing or what what is the dude
1: my job is insane. I'm all over the place. So, okay, basically, the way they like to say it at NHS, where I was going with this whole thing, was um, they call us like mini CEOs because mm-hmm. we basically are just like running the whole the whole show of your company. You know, and obviously we have an incredible team of people supporting us and within the art department and hard goods and apparel, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, I'm in charge of marketing. Um, I'm in charge of the uh, like I have to look over the budgeting and forecasting and finances and stuff like that. I mean, we have a, a financial staff as well, but you know, they want us to be handling, you know, Hey, what are you spending next year? What's going on? Like checking it out every month, at the P and L's um, and you know, so then there's that it's, I'm the product line manager as well. So I handle all of the products that we make. Um,
0: no know, way. Wow. like,
1: like I said, obviously with a team of people, you Right, know, right, but, right, um, You know, it's funny, because I was thinking about it earlier today.
0: But you could Uh, be like, no way, we're not putting out that shirt. No way. And it would die right there?
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, But the way that, I mean, the way that we operate is far more democratic, because uh, in the end, it's like, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, you Uh know? So I don't, I just think we operate so much better as a team. And I think that most humans do. Um, And so for me, I just we have such great people working with us that it's really easy, you know? Yeah. Um, So we're all on a really good, on a good program like that. But so it's pretty cool because basically it all sort of starts with us. Like myself and the um, internal team, we've got a great art um, staff of three guys. And so basically we'll like come up with cool concepts and um, you know, they do a lot more than just art too. Like they really help a lot on marketing with contributing ideas and, and actually making it happen. And so with that like we'll basically take everything from the beginning as f- to almost to the end like so let's just say for example we had a really cool launch earlier this year that was um we did a garbage pail kids release and so oh, yeah, i saw that
0: that was awesome
1: it turned out insane we were so thankful because we were all terrified you know um, we were like hey let's do these blind bag boards that nobody knows what's in them and <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna expect people to pay ten dollars you know more than a regular board. Let's see how it goes. And man, it was insane. Like because we basically did a pre book on it. You
0: but know, do you have but, to pay you know, licensing to the garbage Pail kids? Like how do you even set that yeah. up? Yeah.
1: So that's so basically we come up with a concept. Hey, who do we want to talk to? We have a licensing department at NHS um, because we do like they've done Star Wars stuff in the past, Marvel stuff, you know, garbage girl kids. But on top of that, we also have licensees around the world. So we have a licensee in, you know, in the UK, um, we have one in Australia, we have them in South America, we have them kind of all over the place. And so we also work with them around the world to make sure that, you know, their lines are looking good and they're amazing. I mean, we have amazing licensees (laughs) around the world, but, um, so it's like, it's this really like Santa Cruz is huge, you know? Hmm, um, yeah. Wow. But on top of that, we basically like the way I like to describe it is we kind of have this insane monster where we have apparel, which is doing really well. Um, we have the hard goods, your regular, like pro skateboarding popsicles, um, you know, and then we have a team attached to that. Then we have a whole reissue business from the 1980s that we like, you know, we're constantly putting out, we put out basically 16 reissues a year. So it's four um four per season, four seasons a year. Oh, nice. Um then we have this licensing business, um and then we have this whole like kind of cruiser business as well, which for a long time was like, you know, pintails and drop through longboards and stuff. Um and they did a good job with all that, but that business has sort of waned. And so now we're actually doing a lot more really heritage ones that are a lot more true to our roots. With just like cool '80s inspired, with like rails on them, and just fun stuff that you can take nice. out and just kind of mash around in the streets with. Uh, so, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we we basically start to finish. It's like it all happens with us, which is really fun.
0: So rad, dude! So, that's yeah, so awesome. Kind
1: of marketing, it's like, you know, hey, how are we going to reach these people? What are the products we're promoting? What's the campaign? So like that kind of all. Um, it starts with me, and then. Usually I'll work with some guys on it and come up with some ideas or what I'll do is I'll just like go have coffee and then it's like, I just need two hours to sit down and then it's like, okay, here's everything we want to do for the season, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Because all of it is just, I'd never have a shortage of ideas and I, I mean, you know me, I'm a spaz. So like for me, it's just like, it's just getting the time to sit down and just do it.
0: Yeah. I can relate to that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. You know, you got kids, you got, you got a life.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. And I think, you know, we, this is sort of why I really wanted to get on the show because like, especially in the past, I would say two years since having kids. I mean, I think that was like a huge shift in my sort of mentality in that, um, just becoming like better as a person. And I feel Mm -hmm. like you of all the people I know have really made a lot of changes and, So, and the more, it's so interesting because the more people I talk to, like in tech and nomads and these people, it, it seems like the smartest people that I've met are all trying to like become personally better as well as financially better or, you know, better at their job or whatever. Um, and it's so interesting how many, like meditation and like all these things that are happening and they're just, I'm just hearing it so much and it's so much around me that, um, I'm fascinated by it. So I wanted to get you on because, you know, when we last, uh, coexisted geographically, you know, I was in college, you were coming out of high school. We were, you know, like binge drinking frequently, like, uh, you know, (laughs) eating eating everything. (laughs) Yeah. Like we were, we were living like every young little skate rat's dream, I guess at that time. Um, and then, uh, you so what did you change first was it going um vegan or first you were vegetarian
1: well so really what it for me no first you quit
0: drinking right
1: yeah when i when i got sober and i stopped drinking because i never had i never really was into drugs or anything like that i'd i had smoked weed a little bit but i didn't really like it Mm -hmm. um i just got like paranoid and thought my mom was gonna catch me you know (laughs) um And so I, dude, is my mom here? Like, oh my god, mom's here! It's like, Andrew, you're in California. She's gonna get me. And my mom was my mom was so nice; she would never have yelled at me. Um, But so with uh, with the drinking, I just you know I just didn't like the person that I was becoming when I drank. And I've always I grew up on punk rock and hardcore and metal, and you know. My mom always would be like, you know, Andrew, there's just kind of this dark side to you with like the music (laughs) I was into and stuff like that. And, uh, it's, it's definitely there. I mean, it's always going to be there, but at the same time, when I drank, I kind of became that person. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so I was really stoked to stop drinking. And so it's been almost eight years. It'll be eight years in February.
0: Wow, dude. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, It was a total game changer. And, uh, so once I stopped that, it was maybe six months uh, maybe eight months. And I stopped eating meat. And I just decided I was like, you know what, I'm done. I was in Vegas, went and saw Slayer alone. Um, I was on a world trip. And I was going to California after. And I extended it like an extra day, two days so that I could see Slayer um, at a small venue. And I was like, I'm doing it. And uh, it was like my birthday present. So I did that <laughs> And I went to like TGI Fridays after or maybe before. And I, dude, I got like chicken strips and I like bit into it and got something funky. And I was like, I'm done. And I just stopped. That was it. I haven't had a piece of meat in like, in God, I guess it's seven, seven years now. And, um, and then it, I, I became a vegan four years ago. Um, four years ago, New Year's. I just was like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm just doing it. But what happened was, uh, I was eating a lot of vegan um, at home after my knee surgery, uh, my second uh, ACL surgery. And so in recovery this time, because the first time I was partying with you in Westchester and I wasn't taking care of it. Mm-hmm. And the second time I was like sober, healthy. I'm doing this right. It was like riding my bike like 30 miles a day, like every day, you know, just really trying to, to get it in. And once I would do vegan at home and then I do vegetarian on the road. And it just started to kind of bleed into one. And then I was eating cheese a lot. And I was like, you know what? I just got to kind of put the clamp on it. And so I, uh, yeah, stopped eating
0: meat and cheese and all that. So Uh, out of curiosity... Was it more because – because, like, you were always on the heavier side, especially as pro skaters go, which was yeah. rad, by the way. Like, yeah. I feel like so many kids were like, dude, if he can fucking do that, I can do anything. <laughs> Not it's that you were, so... like, obese. Were just... No,
1: but I was inspiring the thick dudes. I, I, it's like, <laughs> hey, you know what, man? Skateboarding takes all kinds, and there was a lot of guys that just look like, you know, just like little birds. <laughs> <Just> so <laughs> tiny.
0: But so was your decision to go uh, veggie, then vegan – about like staying slim or was it about animals or was it just about like, Hey, I just want to be healthier. It was a
1: hundred. I mean, it was, it was probably 85% compassion based and then 15 health. And then um, over time I realized the health benefits, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, really when I stopped eating, uh, when I stopped doing the dairy, man, my whole life changed, you know? Cause, yeah, I
0: feel like dairy is evil. Right. Oh, and nobody talks about it.
1: It's really gnarly. And then, and then when you realize like, what goes on, it's like, oh my God, you know, because plus, it's like, you you know, I grew up, we grew up in Pennsylvania, man, like, oh, you gotta have milk, you gotta have milk, and then you're like, why the hell am I drinking milk? What is this?
0: Well, I was lucky, because I've never liked milk, even as an infant, I didn't want to drink milk, like, I've never liked milk, but I eat a crap load of cheese, that's where I get my dairy.
1: Yeah, well, and then it's like, once you stop eating dairy, you're just like, holy shit, I'm not even that clogged, like, this is, like, Not, like, your nose and stuff, everything, you just feel lighter. It's just so, so different, you know?
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, but I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Isn't it hard, though? Isn't it so hard to eat vegan? I guess maybe not in California. It's a lot easier, but... Dude, where I
1: live, it's total hippieville. But we've also been... um, We've been doing a good job of eating at home. And the cool thing is, depending on where you are, um, most... When you travel to most cities, it's you know, you can find a, you know, Thai place or whatever. And, Hmm. you know, like, people that are vegan would not be stoked on my, like, hey, but I also don't necessarily care to ask every time if the potatoes are cooked in butter, right? Or, or, you know, because it's like, look, I don't you're practical vegan. I
0: like it. I
1: just, you know what, I just don't have, there are certain things I care about. And then there's other things like I won't, ask for butter and put stuff on there you know mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm just trying to get some fucking potatoes so i can get out the door so i can get my job done you know yeah, so exactly it's like, it's just like give me the potatoes man i'll put some pepper on them whatever yeah. <laughs> um now there are a lot of great places where you know if you are like hey can i please get that with no cheese um and then i'll get dry rye toast and then uh they're like cool you want potatoes on the side i'm like yeah and they're like oh those are cooked in butter and i'll be like cool i'll just get the fruit you know uh uh-huh. um, Because there's so many places that are hip to being vegan now. But, right. But yeah, being that made a huge difference in my life.
0: Okay. So I feel like all of these changes that you've made have sort of culminated in your new project, which is called the fucking ultimate. Yeah. (laughs) So when I saw you start, first start talking about this, I was like, yeah, Andrew, I'm like, this sounds rad. And, you know, I've been following along and I'm like, dude, you are blowing me away. (laughs) Um, So tell us about it. Like, what is it? Well, I mean, so first
1: and foremost, the the whole concept behind the fucking ultimate was it's never about, it's not, it's not me. It's, it's just more of like a, we, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of for anybody that goes, I just want to be better than the person I am today, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um And that, and honestly, you can start that now, you know, it's like, I want to be better than I was this morning. So, so I'm not going to go on Instagram for two hours or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but so or you know, I'm not going to have any more sugar because I already had that soda or whatever.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's So the, the whole concept behind it to me was um, it's sort of you take a step back and you go, okay, what's the best person that I could be? You know? And you're like, what do I really want to get out of life? And where do I really want to be? And you sort of paint this picture of what's the best version of me. So you kind of look. I I made a little I'm making this notebook that kind of lays out the plan. Um, And it's on I have a blog and it's all on there, but it's written like it's really long. So um, like the notebook is a lot more condensed. Mm -hmm. But basically what it is, is like you kind of look at yourself and you go, what are the things I do like about myself? Like, what are my good qualities? You look at that, you write those down, you kind of give yourself a pat on the back. You're like, I like this stuff. And then, you know, you kind of go into that darker place where you're like, what are the things I don't like? And that's sort of like, maybe it's like the skeletons in the closet stuff. It's the, it's the stuff that keeps you up at night. It's the stuff that, you know, you, when you have those inner, like, like dialogues with yourself and you're just like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Get it together. You know, like that's, it's that stuff that you put out on paper or, you know, whatever. But you basically look at that and you go, okay, you know, like, so for me, like, I've never been great with my money. You know, it's just one of those things that,
0: Oh man, me either.
1: Yeah. And so, but here's the thing. I know as a logical human being that I can beat that, you know? Right. And so a lot of the things are, you basically just go, all right, what are the things I don't like about me? And so just some small ones were like, you know, like I don't like that I'm bad with money. Um, I don't like that. I'm, you know, I pull my phone out when I'm around my friends or my family or like at a dinner table. Like I just don't like that part of me. And, um, You know, and and our good friend Dan had brought up this scenario. At one point, I think I brought up to him. I was like, well, what about me sucks? You know, something like that. And and he he was like, hey, I don't, you know, I don't like when we have conversations. And while we're in a conversation, I'm telling you about something. You relate it to yourself. And I I never had thought about that. It's just my way of getting in his shoes so I can think about it, you know.
0: And (laughs) I was like, (laughs) Well, no,
1: no, dude, I asked. And Dan, and you know, it's like, he's, I'm,
0: I'm just kidding. Me. I'm only saying that because it's Dan. Yeah, I love
1: him. No. Well, but for me, it was, it was a super big eye opener because I was like, Oh my God, I do that all the time. And it's my <laughs> way of relating to people. But just because I'm doing that, I, I can do it in my head. I don't have to verbally do it. You know, I just need to like get myself in that headspace. So um, basically it was like, you take a look at all these things you don't like about yourself. Right. And then the idea is, it's like three parts and you basically have like, here's your problem. Here's what you don't like. And then you have like, well, what's the fucking ultimate version of me? What, what is, what do they do? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, I like financially, what does ultimate version of me do? Oh, I save money. You know, like I, yeah. I have a budget. I do this or, Oh, you know what? My, with my phone, I just I pick blackout times and I don't pull my phone out while I'm at dinner or whatever. And so then you just basically, cause it's like you pick the harsh truth, like, you know, here's what I I should be doing. It's like, Andrew, you're an asshole, you know, like stop looking at your phone. You're everybody that you don't like them. You know, you're like, you're saying whatever's on your phone is more important than the person that you're with physically. And that's, I mean, realistically, that's crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So then really what it comes down to is like, all right, well, what's the plan of action? What am I going to do about it? And so from there you just go, all right, I'm going to pick these times. I'm going to just make it happen. And so the idea is, there are five different parts to it. So it's like, um, I just called it the high five cause it's like super easy to then remember on your fingers, but it's mm-hmm. like mental, physical, um, financial relationship and then behavioral. And so you pick something that falls in those categories every day that you want to change. Mm-hmm. And the big thing here is it's all about repetition because I've done a bunch of audiobooks, I've listened to all kinds of stuff. And you know, so many of these things that we are battling is just, it's habits you know, we, we create these habits and then all of a sudden we're just like, man, why is it that every time I drive by a casino, I have to go in, I have to put, you know, 50 on black and I lose, you know, it's it's just a habit. It's like, you know, there's the cue and then there's the reward. It's like, that's, that's what's happening. So
0: dude, I have a fat Carl's jr. Is like the only like fast food chain down here in Mexico that is, you know, that I hit up. Yeah. And I found this bad habit where it's like, if it's like, oh what should I eat? And then Carl Jr. pops into my head, I'll be like, nah, don't do that. But if I think about it two more times, I'm yeah. basically going.
1: <laughs> and and that's what it is, man. It's like, it's so crazy how many things I realize are just like automatic. They become a habit. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? You know? You're just like, why am I even looking at my phone? I'm just taking a pee. Or what like <laughs> but it's crazy because you just are so used to it and it's just like part of who you are. So the whole plan is you basically go, all right, what is this thing that I want to work on? And this is like a stupid one, but I have been terrible at brushing my teeth my whole life. I just have. Interesting. I've hated hated the dentist and I will brush my teeth like once a day, but I was like, I need to brush my teeth twice a day. I'm a 32 year old man, you know, like, (laughs) come on. And like, how hard is this really? And so that was my behavioral thing that I was changing. So for me, it was like mental. I, I wanted to do 10 minutes of meditation a day. Physical, I'm training for this half Ironman. So I was like, all right, I got to either bike run or swim. Um, relationship, it was like, I'm putting my phone away so that I'm not, um, I'm not you know, using it during meals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with financial, I was like, I'm going to check my bank account twice a day. And it's not like a, it's nothing crazy. But basically what it is, is it's this awareness of like, You really look at it, you're like, what's your money? I mean, we all use credit cards and, or, you know, debit cards now. Mm -hmm. So money is this, like, it's just this number in a bank account. And if you're not looking at it constantly and really thinking about it, you know, you might just be like, oh, shit, I just overspent a hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Um, definitely.
1: So because it's like, there's no actual, there's nothing physical. And I've also been trying to work with cash a lot more lately. But so the whole process is... You put those five down and in the beginning of the day, you look at it and you go, these are the things I'm going to do today. And so the the notebook's a daily notebook and it's like got a little checkbox next to it. So you're like, cool, did 10 minutes of meditation. Check. Uh, Oh, cool. Just went for a run. Check. And you check all of them off. And then basically the way that it, the way that it is, is like, if you do all five of those, you're the fucking ultimate you today, because Mm -hmm. you know that in, let's just say in a year, like. I'll use the example of I want to do an Ironman or I want to do an Ironman in 2019. And Mm -hmm. so I can't do that today. You know, the fucking ultimate version of me does that, but the fucking ultimate version of me today in this moment will, if he goes and if I go and train, that's, that's the best I can do today to get to that goal. So really what it is, is it's these small changes daily that equal these big life changes. You know?
0: Well, first what I really loved about it was that you're not making an app you're making a fucking notebook, like a journal, a physical (laughs) journal, which is awesome, right? Because nobody writes anymore, and writing in itself is sort of therapeutic, I think. I don't think a lot of people understand that, but um, journaling is therapeutic in itself. So I love the fact that you're going, like, old-school manual with it. Um, And the questions that I had when I, you know, just from what I've seen as I'm following you on your new Instagram account for the fucking Ultimate is... I'm like, okay, I see what he's like. He's he's swimming, he's biking. I see that stuff going on. I'm like, well, what what would I change? And I was like, the first one that came to me is like, man, he gets up so early. Like, I can't get up. And that I don't like the the fucking ultimate me would wake up at like six every day. You can. That's the thing though.
1: You can do it. Right. It it is important to keep in mind. Some people are wired differently. You know. Um, Right. Some people are night owls, and some people are. I think they call them larks, and you get up early. And I always thought that I was a night owl. But here's what I realized is, you know, what is the shit that you actually do at night? If you do work, totally all good. You're, I back it. What I would do at night is I would sit online on Wikipedia and I'd be like, yeah, let me find out more about <laughs> R.E.M. And that song, Losing My Religion, because I love it. And then I would just go down this rabbit hole. And I mean, I'm a huge right. music guy. So I would just end up on like weird music websites, listening to some obscure shit. And I'd be like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, yo, it's two a.m. I gotta go to work. Yeah. So um, what I realized is, you will you will stay up late to sit on Wikipedia and bullshit around on the internet or you know whatever, but you will not. Most people will not go. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning at four thirty a.m. I'm gonna take and those bullshit two extra <laughs> hours before work. I'm going to sit on Wikipedia. right? Like, fuck that. You're like, dude, I'm going to the gym. I'm getting into work early or I'm going to whatever, you know, but you're just like, right. there's just a, there's like a total motivational like paradigm shift when you take those hours from nighttime and move them into morning.
0: Well, so that was the first question that popped up. And then the second one, which I think you sort of addressed with this high five and correct me if I'm wrong, because I like, Where this is going, or where I think it's going. So once I started, like, okay, I I would like to wake up earlier. That would be an easy one. And and like, oh, I would love to manage my money better. And you know, I love when I actually do like a like a little ten minute push up sit up workout. But I haven't been doing it lately. But that's like an easy win. I'm like, I could do that more often. And so, but I quickly came up with a bunch. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the fucking ultimate me would do all that every day. But that's not realistic. But are you saying you only need to do five because that makes it way more realistic to me?
1: Yes, I I think I think that there's I think that you kind of have to just break it up into parts. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't eat an elephant in one bite. And so you could basically make your list. Right. You're just like um, behavioral. Right. So you're like, dude, I want to wake up early. Um, You're like, also, I really want to like, you know, I want to cook three meals at home a day. And then on top of that, I want to, I don't know, you're like, whatever it is, you know, you're like, Mm -hmm. I want to go look at the ocean once a day. So um, if those are like your behavioral things, you just put them on a list and you start checking them off. You know, you're like, cool, I'm going to do, I'm going to start it off with waking up early and that's it. And that's your goal, you know? And the cool thing is if you just do it, you check it off. And I'm telling you, man, it's like, because I've been doing, I've been actually like doing this thing. I've been like printing them out and like. Cutting yeah. them out of paper and then like putting them in a notebook, like pasting them, whatever. Because <laughs> because I wanted to really try it to see if I was full of shit, and, right? Um, and dude, it it helps me immensely because well, like it's
0: like that one I've heard this a lot where people are like just make your bed because it's like the first yeah. win of your day and yep. it's an it, easy win. And yeah. you know, I still don't make my bed. Luckily, my wife does that for me, which is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, I get the I get the, I get what they're saying about that. Yeah. Like it's, little wins actually are huge wins when you're laying in bed reflecting on your day. It's like, well, fuck, at least I made my bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's why. So like when you look at the actual notebook, it has the basically it, the way it works out is like um, you have the date and then you have the high five um, just because it's easy enough to remember the five. You like put them on your write them on your finger. It'll take you a week and you'll be like, oh, I got to do, you know, physical, mental, behavioral, relationship, financial. But mm-hmm. uh, And then, you know, it's got that. And then it has a like, thoughts. It's just a zone for thoughts. And you just write it out. Like, basically, it's like, how did your day go? You Mm -hmm. know, Um, and it's cool because you can reflect on situations. And you can be like, you know what, I ate like shit today. And I'm unhappy about that. But tomorrow, I'm going to change this. Or you can be like, I am so proud of myself for getting up at 6am today, and making my bed and then, you know, getting that run in before work, it just makes me feel better. And then, you know, when you get to the bottom, there's three lines and it says, uh, Today I'm grateful for. And it's, you have to, you just, what are you stoked on? You know, mm-hmm. like what makes you feel good? What makes you feel alive? What makes you,
0: yeah, you know, I like to, that?
1: What makes you want to get the fuck out of bed again tomorrow morning so early? And um, because grad, there's nothing more amazing than gratitude, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's huge because, like with kids, you know, like my mom is a diehard Christian, right? And I grew up having to be that and i you know i have separated from that a bit but i still very much adhere to the gratitude part of it yeah and so i struggle with like okay how do i teach my kids the aspect of christianity that i really like without having to like indoctrinate them into yeah the stuff that i don't find to be reasonable um so just that simple thing of like what were you gra- so like at grace you know when i'm trying to teach this concept of grace it's like well, let's just talk about like what we're thankful for from today. Yeah. And, and I like how you put that as the bottom piece of the, of the daily checklist or the daily entry.
1: It's important. You know, it really is. And I, um, I, there's just something really special about really looking at it. And even if it's small, if it's like, you know what, I'm so glad that I had a good conversation with my wife tonight. Or if you're like, um, I, for me, it's a lot of stuff with my kids Mm -hmm. and, um, It'll be just like, cause you know, I'll be like, Oh man, they're just my daughter, you know, giving me a hug after whatever, or giving me a hug when I got home. It's small things, but I'm a sentimental dude. So yeah, totally. um, That's just what happens. And so, uh, it makes, it just, it's this, like at the end of the day, when you sit down to journal about it and you write those things that you are thankful for, you just smile, you know? And, And then you look at it and it's like, today I was the fucking ultimate. And then if you check that box off, that feels good.
0: Yeah, I bet it does.
1: It does. And, and the thing is, the reason I know that it's really hip to use, like, curse words and stuff like that right now in, like, this whole self-help movement. Um, is it? Yeah, it's super hip. Yeah, I mean, there's books all over the place. Like, I read this book, Get Your Shit Together, and then I read this other one, you know, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And it's like, everyone's, like, fucking here and shitting there, and you're just like, oh, my God.
0: Like, but the cover, it's, like, S-H apostrophe T.
1: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think some of them are. But, but, but the reason for it is, you know, I live my life with a lot of passion. And, you know, if you look in the mirror and you go, I'm going to be the ultimate version of me today. That's some, that's like, you're reading a fucking book. When Mm -hmm. you look in the mirror and you go, I'm going to be the fucking ultimate me today. It's like, it kind of gets your blood flowing and it like gets your heart pounding. And you're just like, I am going to do this. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there's a, huge difference between going like hey do you want to go get some ice cream and being like yes and there, versus like fuck yes i want ice cream right now <laughs>
0: right.
1: so um i understand that like i understand that like you know cursing's not for everybody and stuff um right but to me it's but it's also just a part of who i am so uh it's just like kind of the way that i speak and the way that i tell stories and stuff and
0: do you think nope. that's an East coast thing? Cause I curse all the time too. And I feel like everybody I know curses a lot, but yet when I meet people that aren't from the East coast,
1: I, I think it's like, I don't know. I mean, I meet a lot of people that I just feel like everyone curses, you know? <laughs> um, I don't even know. It's actually
0: something I'm trying to cut down on a little bit, but
1: well, that could be a behavioral thing for you. Yeah. You know? So,
0: so where are you at with this? Like it's in beta. What does that mean? Where are you at?
1: Well, so, um, I basically have been doing this cool leadership coaching through work. Um, Mm -hmm. and the reason I started this was because this guy, Lance, who's like a leadership coach, um, was kind of like, Hey, how can you, you know, what else can you do? Like basically like, what else can you do with your time? How can you make more money? Yada, yada, yada. And he was like, well, dude, you're into all this self-help stuff. Like, why don't you write a book, charge people five bucks for it. And I was like really uncomfortable with the idea of like charging people any money for anything. Uh But, um, but I was like, well, and then I pulled out my phone and showed him this Instagram that had nothing on it except for one post. And I was like, I haven't told anybody about this, but I started this like before my birthday, uh, before my 32nd birthday. And it's this thing i wanted to do for years. And uh, and he was like, all right, we'll do it. <laughs> and he basically <laughs> was just like, what are you dragging your feet for? And I was like, you're totally right. And I had a lot of the things in place that I was already doing. But so I've been kind of like testing it out since October. Um mm-hmm. And dude, it's like, it's crazy. I have, I have had so many people hitting me up that I would never expect that are stoked on it, that are like doing stuff because of it, that are motivated or inspired in some way. Like I have a friend, Mitch from PA, who's like fully adopted it, like did the whole program before I have notebooks before anything. He's like lost weight. He's happier. He like Dude, some of the messages he sent me about like situations that he's handled. He's like, dude, I would have handled it like this and I handled it like this and it changed my life. You know, he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm, for me, it's like, I don't even care if nothing else happens, you know, like I'm just so stoked that I was able to help my friend Mitch. So, um, but so basically this last weekend I finished up my like notebook template. And so today I went in because it was MLK day yesterday. And so the printer was closed so I went in today and put my order in, and so I'm going to get 200 notebooks made. Um, and basically what it is is I I made it so that they're small, so it's like 54 pages, and they're just like stapled. They, um, they look cool. It's like almost like a long zine or something, mm-hmm. but um, it's got a format to it, and the plan is it's five weeks. So I wanted to do it monthly, but I was like, well, I'd rather give an extra week than skimp on a week mm-hmm. because... You know if I'm the person buying it, I would be bummed to be like sick, dude. Doesn't even get me through a full month, so um, <laughs> you know. So I was
0: like,
1: I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna just I'm rad. And,
0: I uh, just Steve Spurgeon voice just popped into my <laughs> head, <laughs> so <That's Spurs>. rad. <laughs>
1: but so I, uh, so yeah, I'm I'll have them, I'll get a like a they'll show me like a hey, here's what it's gonna look like on Monday, and then if I go, yeah, this looks great. Let's do it. I'll have, I'll have notebooks in 10 days. Sweet. So yeah. Well, I hope
0: one of them has my name on it. Cause I want <clears> to, <throat> I want to give it a whirl.
1: Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if anyone's listening to this, like feel free to hit me up, you can message me on Instagram at the fucking ultimate, or you can email me. The email is just like the F ing, like F I N G ultimate at gmail.com. And uh, just hit me up and be like, Hey man, I want to, I want to try one of these notebooks and I'll send you one. Cause you know, on the first round, my whole thing is I just want to get them out to people and see if people are interested, you know? And if yeah. anyone's like, Hey man, I'll give you 10 bucks. I'll be like, cool. Thanks. And if not, I'll be like, <laughs> Hey, here's a notebook. Try it. Tell me what you think. But, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm... my whole, my whole outlook was originally, I was like, I just want to put it on the internet to help people. And um, if it does that, I'm, I'm stoked because if anyone takes the ideas, it's like, that's cool. I'd, I mean, I speak on camera all the time. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll go, I'll outspeak somebody that's taken my ideas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's like, you know, it's been a really positive, motivating thing in my life. And I'm just so excited to be moving forward with it, even if nothing happens, you know?
0: But No, I think you're on something huge, dude. Like, like I'm saying, I think, uh, like I was saying... <sighs> This movement of of everything is, I don't think people see how it's tying together, but like meditation, like, you know, CBD oil, like all these things that people are just discovering actually help you and like, the better your body feels, the better your head feels and like the better your head feels, you know, the better your heart feels and all this kind of stuff and you've sort of created like a framework um and i think people are going to gravitate towards it i really do i really think the fact that it's handwritten is uh is a big differentiator that uh people are going to really i do want to do to. an app
1: like i absolutely do because yeah, yeah, it's yeah sure it's 2018 but you know what there's something really cathartic about sitting there with a pen and writing your feelings down and um you know, and before I try to like, Hey, can you build me this app? And I want push notifications and, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to have a motivational quote today. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, before I dive into that, I just want to get people, I just want to start trying to help, you know? Um, Yeah. Because, you know, it is, it is about me on my own journey, but at the same time, it's like, dude, if I can bring any value to anyone else, and that's where I'm saying, like it could end tomorrow. And no, everyone could be like, Oh, you can't use any curse words anymore. And the word ultimate is banned. So you're done. I'd be like, okay, cool. Well, Mitch, I mean, Mitch is stoked, you know, like it's helping my friend. (laughs) It's helping helping motivate some people that I know. And so I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Like anything at this, after this point is just like gravy.
0: Yeah, totally. I love it, dude. I love it. I wish you the best. Any way I can help. Let me know. Thank you. Um, Thanks so much for coming on here. Before we finish, I wanted to say one thing to you because I feel like in the vein of what we're talking about, one thing I'm trying to do with my life is like, get rid of any like weird, <clears throat> uh, I don't want to say regret, but like weird energy inside of me. And I feel yeah. like, I don't, I don't know if I have ever told you this, but back we talked when we were in college and we were raging and all that stuff, you got into some trouble that was at a party that I took you to. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know if I ever apologized for whatever role I may have played in that bad <laughs> phase of your life. <laughs> you know but, what? You know? Yeah. But I, I am sorry if I uh, was responsible for any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man,
1: that what's so cool is like as crazy as all that was, you know, like I even appall- I, I tried to, I think I looked up Josh. I think it was Josh DeMarco's name. And I think I looked mm-hmm. him up on, facebook and i think i apologized later because i was just like dude i am so sorry like when i got out of that haze of being this like because like i said man i was angry for a while and not at anyone like just as a human being i was angry and Mm -hmm. the drinking in me brought that out and no dude it i needed all of that you know Mm -hmm. every every bit of it every ounce of like the shit that i you know have eaten on that front it's like dude i needed to that's important it's like your story you know Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. No, I knew that you didn't like harbor resentment (laughs) towards me or anything, but I just felt like I should say it because (laughs) I don't know if I ever did.
1: No, well, thank you for that. No, I apologize for where you had to be like, what the (laughs) fuck is my friend doing? (laughs) I was shocked. I was like, dude, that
0: is not my friend Andrew. Trust me
1: try to have to be on a fence in any way of like, nah, dude, I swear he's cool. No, <laughs> dude, that was really uncool, you know, like like, oh, dude, that was very, it was very uncool,
0: so. Yeah, well, we were, yeah. we were. And
1: for the record, if anyone's listening, I was drunk, and I took a bunch of bullshit from a, a dude's house, like, stupid shit, a Billy Idol CD, half of a doorknob, <laughs> like, you know, just dumb stuff because I was angry, and I was doing it to spite somebody, you yeah. know, so it was like,
0: and it was new year's eve so we were we were in full party mode
1: absolutely but all that all that has changed and we're moving on you know we're moving on to all kinds of better things in our lives
0: and we have kids now man
1: this just nuts <laughs> and that's part of why you got to wake up early because you know better i mean you know you had kids longer than me Dude, you, you need that time as a human being. Well,
0: that's you're why I feel alone. like such a douche that I can't wake up early enough because it's <laughs> like some days when I'm like rolling in two minutes late to drop the kids off and like the teachers are like, dude, you're late. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be that dad. Do you, have a, do you have a good alarm? Is that your problem or you just suck at waking up? I just suck at waking up. Like, no, dude. the alarm wakes me up. I'm just like sort of ignore it.
1: No, there's an alarm I have. It's called uh, Kaiwake. I think it's, that's what it is. It's like K-I-W-A-K-E because I'm terrible. I sleep so hard. I think I just put out so much energy all day that I'm
0: like, when I go to (laughs)
1: sleep, I'm done. And, uh, dude, I, it's, I have to get out of bed in the morning. So I wake up to a song. Um, and right now I'm it's South of heaven from Slayer. So it'll fade in (laughs) and I like turn it off real quick. And then I have to get out of bed and walk into the bathroom and take a picture of like the light switch. And if I don't do that, the, the song will play again. And so, then I have to play a little game, which is basically like a Tetris thing. And then as soon as that's done, like a little a thing will pop up, like a message that I'll send to myself. And right now the message is uh, it's uh, Jocko Willink. He's a Navy SEAL guy, and he has this book called Discipline Equals Freedom, and he talks all about it. And I was like, dude, that's like one of the most profound, amazing statements I've ever heard. And so th- right now it just says Discipline Equals Freedom. And part of that is like, yo, get the hell out of bed. <laughs> don't go back to sleep. Like You're going to get so much more done and you'll feel so much better. Dude,
0: it sounds doing... like it will work so well, but I'm so scared to actually download that. Do it. That. <laughs> Fuck. Do I it. feel like it I have to insane. do it now. Damn it.
1: And then you have to, and honestly, the gnarly thing is when you go, all right, I'm going to get up earlier. When I started getting up at 430 and I don't do it every single day. I wish I could, but I'm, my new year's resolution was, I'm going to get more sleep this year. Um, So, you know, like there's been some mornings where I'll get up at 530 or whatever, um, but you are destroyed the first day. You're OK. Second day, you're you're feeling like hell because <laughs> you just aren't going. You're not used to going to bed early, you know, but like I know and if I want to feel good the next day, if I'm not in bed by 930 and asleep by like 10, 1030, I will be exhausted. And that's the mornings right now where I'm like allowing myself to sleep until 530 because I'm just trying super hard to get enough sleep so that I can just give every single bit I have. Well, that's
0: day. the thing. The days that I do wake up early, like sometimes my our younger son will wake up like super early and just refuse to go back to sleep, so you have to get up. Yeah. I end up being so psyched that I got up early. I'm like, "Oh man, I actually got like that done before I even started work and da 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 da." So it's not like I don't want to it's just I'm going to be so furious when this new alarm thing refuses to, to let me fall back asleep. Dude, but I'm going to do it. Changer. I'm going to do
1: yeah. it. It'll take you down a crazy road. You'll just be like, I can't sleep in now. And I mean, you can, you can stop and you can go back to bed afterwards. But I wake up, I do that, pee, brush the teeth, and I'm like, okay, here we go. You know? So but dude, it's like great. it. Especially, you know What's what else you should do? have it's kiwake k-i-w-a-k-e um the other thing you could do is um because if you're gonna wake up earlier than anyone else have headphones by the sink and so what i'll do is i'll just put my headphones right on and just Mm -hmm. start listening to music and i listen to loud music so Mm -hmm. it like immediately you're just like whoa here we go
0: yeah that's a good idea actually because music would shock you right into being awake i feel like
1: oh it gets you so stoked
0: that's awesome. And,
1: and honestly, I just feel like everyone in the world should just wake up listening to South of Heaven. Because <laughs> if we all do that, then it's just going to be, uh, you know, heavier days. I mean, that opening—that opening guitar is enough.
0: Yeah, I've never gone down that path. I don't get well, it. just try it one morning, and you'll be like that. <laughs> but that's I'm sure it would be- wake
1: you. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh man, today's going to be awesome. I'm ready to be the
0: fucking ultimate me.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's fun. Just it in front of the mirror. You'll be like, Oh my God, that actually kind of feels cool. I want to do that.
0: Awesome. All right, dude, step number one, I'm going to download this Kai Wig thing and I'm going to start waking up earlier.
1: Awesome. And then I'll, I should have a notebook for you and anybody else who wants them in about two weeks.
0: Okay. So best place for people, anybody who hears this, who actually wants in is to hit you up on Instagram or where?
1: Yeah. Hit me up on Instagram, just at the fucking ultimate. And, uh, just send me a DM and be like, hey, dude, I, I heard your thing. I want to have one of these. And I'll be like, yeah, no problem. I talk to everybody.
0: Awesome. All right, dude, I love you. Thank you so much for doing this with me. And I'm so glad to hear that everything's going so well out there. You as well. Thanks so much for taking the time, man. I appreciate it and in being interested.
1: All right, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. See ya. Later.